Yes, hello, Jeff here, and welcome to episode 12 of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight, my podcast covering 205 Live on a weekly basis so you don't have to watch it. This episode takes place February 12, 2019, and tonight we will get the much-anticipated no-disqualification match between Noam Dar and Tony Nice. I swear to God... They just put so much effort into this video package to open the show. It's like it was the hottest thing going on WWE TV. Look, I shouldn't be a Debbie Downer because if I cared about this feud as much as they seem to think I do, then job well done. Because the video package was really well done. Just when you th you don't put that much effort into a feud and try to backsell it with a video package like this, it feels a little disingenuous. Anyway, let's get to the episode. 205 Live opens with the announced team talking about the gauntlet match that happened on SmackDown. And that's interesting. They usually don't talk about SmackDown that much, but they're really trying to sell it, I guess. The show opens with, of course, the Lucha House Party. Gail Kim and company, as I like to call them. Well, at least I got my wish, and Lince Dorado will be wrestling instead of Grand Metal League or Kalisto. And Nigel's hatred of them is quite enjoyable. Lince with a mic. Oh, boy. Kalista with a mic. Oh god. They cut a useless promo. Imagine New Daylight. It's horrid. So horrid. They talk about their feud with Elias that they have kind of going on SmackDown, or at least or SmackDown on Raw, and they tease Grand Metal League singing. Thankfully, the heel, Jack Gallagher, interrupts them. I haven't been that happy to see Jack Gallagher ever. Uh, Gulak's with him and joins the commentary team. This could be good or bad. Uh, Gallagher arm rings Dorado three times. Uh, Dorado with a head scissors and then he salsas. It's like salsa dancing in the middle of the ring. Uh, Gulak talks about how handsome Carrillo is, which is weird. Tilt the world backbreaker by Dorado. And English, uh, you know, surprise, surprise, questions the heel, Gulak. Um, and in return, Gulak asks how Percy Watson is doing and to give him his regards. That was clever. He calls Lince Dorado, Lince Dorito. Okay. And then actually points out that Lucha House Party is distracting Gallagher, which they are, and he's right. Gulak double da doubles down on calling him Lince Dorito. It's still not funny. Gallagher has be Gallagher, I guess, not Gallagher has become very boring in his heel persona. Um, not that he ever was, you know, crazy exciting, but he's especially boring. And then, Nigel sings La Cucaracha in regards to talking about the Lucha House Party. Interesting. Dorado with a springboard crossbody on Gallagher on the outside, and he landed directly on Gallagher's head. Uh, and then they go back in the ring, and a spinning heel kick by Dorado completely misses. It's like Alistair Black and Lars Sullivan bad. And Gallagher sells it anyway. It, it, it even looked like he was kind of debating on selling it for a second, but he ends up doing it, and ugh. I gotta say, this match is a little underwhelming. I'm not talking about it as much as I usually do, because it's there's nothing to really talk about. Uh, Dorado hits the two moonsaults out of the corner, the bottom rope one, the middle rope one, and then when he gets to the top and tries, Gallagher gets his knees up, and then he have a gut-wrench powerbomb by Gallagher. Gallagher with a rebound lunatic headbutt. 
think of the Lunatic Lariat, but he headbutts him instead. Gets a two count on that. Gallagher goes for his corner dropkick, but Dorado moves out of the way. And Gallagher still goes for it for some reason, but kind of like catches himself. I, I don't know. It was poor looking. Um, Dorado goes off the ropes and hits the golden rewind. Gets a two count. Gallagher counters a top rope Hurricane Rana attempt with a roll through for the three count. All right. Gulak celebrates like uh, Gallagher won the title. Uh, he The heel also beat him clean. There was no cheating involved. And meh. That was a meh match. Oh, apparently an official contract signing is happening tonight. Goody. Because, you know, those always go so well. Not Dasha Fuentes is backstage. And, and Umberto Carrillo, who is just walking by, says respectfully that if two of the best wrestlers on the planet want to train him, he must listen. Okay, I guess that's going to be a storyline between Carrillo, Gulak, and Gallagher. We get another promo with 70s drug dealer Davari uh, looking out a window at some abandoned building. He tears down a division, and for some reason the promo turns black and white and slightly zooms in on the ends of his sentences. Really, really, really unnecessary. Basically, he says he's going to win the title. It wasn't a terrible promo, just weird choices in the editing with the zooming and the black and white. It, it was distracting. Maria and Mike Kanellis are shown backstage, and Mike talks about how it took him 16 years to get to the WWE, and 16 years of hard work, and he didn't work that long to be seen as a joke. Maria says it's about the process, and not about wins and losses, because they've been successful everywhere they've been. It was a good promo. And it's main event time already, as Noam Dar comes out first, and Tony Nese quickly follows him. Nice doesn't count his abs, he just takes his jacket off and heads straight for the ring. But then he decides to stop and pose on the apron like an idiot, and Dar attacks him from behind before the bell rings. The bell does eventually ring, and Dar is just taking it to him. Forearm, northern light suplex, uh, they go to the outside, and Dar continues the attack, and at one point, Dar throws Nice into the barricade, and Vic Joseph says, The barricade bounced off of Nice. I'm sure that's what he meant. Nice gets thrown into the stairs, and then Dar sets up the stairs on the side and kind of crotches Nice on the barricade and hits like a stair-assisted clothesline, I guess. I don't know. Um, and then Dar puts Tony Nice's fingers in the turnbuckle screw where you would tighten the, the ropes down and kind of bends them back. I think we saw something similar with Randy Orton, and it still looks painful. Uh, nice then takes over by throwing Dar into the post again and again, and then into the barricade. Back in the ring, but not before Nice gets a steel chair. Uh, and Nice guts Dar with the steel chair. Dar is on the apron, and Nice grabs him, knees him, and drapes him between the middle ropes and a setup chair in the ring. So he's laying across the middle ropes and the chair, and Nice hits a springboard moonsault for a two. It's kind of a kind of an okay moonsault but it was still really cool uh the crowd starts chanting we want tables and these shuts them down immediately by yelling i don't care what you want which was nice nice with a uh, scoop slam uh with the chair on dar's back he kind of like picked them both up at the same time um nice is still kind of selling his fingers which is a nice touch he's like selling his hand uh nice goes for a cross body and dar ducks dar with a dragon screw and Dar to the middle rope. Nice goes to counter with his tiger uppercut. 
the Dar with an Exploder into the turnbuckle for two. Dar then goes under the ring and pulls out a bunch of chairs and then a table much to the crowd's delight. Dar with a back body drop onto the pile of chairs, which look painful. You get a two count in the ring. Dar working on the left knee now, throwing Nisa's knee into the that's hard to say, Nisa's knee. Nisa's knee into the chair, right into a single leg crab. Nisa gets out of it by bending Dar's pinky all the way back, and I mean he really bent it. And then we get a pump handle sit out slam by Nice onto the chair to Dar for a two count. They battle back and forth, and Nice goes for a huge punch after selling his fingers again. And Dar gets the chair up, and Nice punched the chair directly in the center, and it was loud. Dar wraps Nice's arm up in a Fujiwar arm bar with the chair, which looked great. Uh, nice gets out of it, and these guys are just tearing each other up. Dar eventually sets up the table on the barricade and goes to throw Nice into it, but Nice counters and throws him into the stairs. And then Nice sets the bottom half of the stairs up on the outside. He teases setting the table up to rile the crowd up, and doesn't do it, and the crowd boos. Another nice touch. Dar kicks Nice's legs out from under him, and Nice goes face first into the steps. Nobody seems to have the upper hand at any point in this match. These guys are just going back and forth. Uh, nice then hits his tiger uppercut with Dar on the apron. Dar climbs back on the, or Star still on the apron, goes for an arm bar on Tony Nice's bad arm. Nice counters it by deadlift powerbombing him onto the stairs. Ouch. Dar then locks the arm bar back in on the stairs. This is a brutal match. <laughs> nice then steps up onto the stairs and deadlifts him again. And this time he powerbombs him through the commentary table with all of the stuff still on it. Ow. He throws Dar back into the ring and gets a two count. Nice is still selling his arm. Uh, then you get Dar countering and Nice's leg is resting on the bottom rope and Dar double stomps it. Dar then with an ankle lock. Nice crawls to the edge of the ring, grabs a chair, and hits Dar with it to get out of it. Nice basically has one leg and one arm at this point. Um, nice counters Dar chasing after him by hitting him right in the kneecap with the edge of the chair. Yeah, that would really hurt. <laughs> he then wraps his leg in the chair, like we see on many spots on WWE, and stomps the end of it, which is usually like that breaks somebody's leg or takes them out of commission for a while but it was just another spot in this match both these guys are now on one leg and dar kind of sets himself up against the barricade while he's trying to get up and nice charges him and hits the running nice through the barricade he burst he got so much speed and burst through that barricade like it wasn't even there obviously it was set up that way but it looked amazing Oh, that was a holy shit moment, and the crowd agrees because they're chanting that. This is awesome chant breaks out. Nice carries Dar to the ring, limping the entire way, kind of like in a fireman's carry position. He rolls him into the ring and gets the three count. That was crazy brutal, and that easily made up for the first match and then some. These two guys fucking selling everything, yelling, screaming limping, holding their hands, holding their legs. It was 
it was really, really, really well done. And since you can't see me, I'm I'm holding up the okay, like the okay symbol with your hand. Um, after that, they recapped Tazawa's win last week um, ahead of the contract signing, and oh right, that's going to happen. Uh, Pizzle Man is mediating the contract signing backstage between Murphy and some WWE staff member. Oh wait, that's uh, that's Tazawa in the WWE polo every generic staff member wears in every WWE game. Tazawa signs immediately, and Murphy offers Tazawa a selfie with the belt, and even offers Tazawa he can even offers Tazawa his own phone to take the picture, which I thought was nice. Um, you get Piss Boy saying "All right, buddy" to calm him down, which just kind of sounds like he could be talking to anybody. You know, you somebody would say that. Um, he says the last time they faced off at the Royal Rumble, he beat him and two others, and you can't stop the unstoppable. And he signs. Tazawa then references the king of the cruiserweights, a.k.a. Neville, a.k.a. Pac, and how he thought he was unstoppable, but Tazawa beat him. Shots fired. And then he smiles like the doofus that he is and says, see ya Sunday. And that's how the show ends. The main event was just so ridiculous, it made me go from being tired and in a meh mood to energized and in a great mood. Forget that first match even happened because I did. I don't even know who was in it. That was everything a no DQ grudge match should be. I just wish the lead up to it was half as good as the match was itself because it was just piss poor leading up to it. Nice and Dar's selling was on point, and the spots were just ridiculous. I think Nice deserves a push after that, and with this, he can easily have a push towards Murphy, and they already have a storyline built in as he is Murphy's partner, and they could e one can easily turn on the other, and I, I am hoping for that. That could could be a really good match at WrestleMania. You know, ergo it. Tony Nese is not a huge name, but it, it could be a good story. Maybe at least at Fastlane. Um, I think it would be a mistake to take the title off of Murphy this Sunday, and I see him retaining his title all the way through to WrestleMania. Anyway, that does it for this episode of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight. I'm Jeff. Thank you so much for listening. And tune in next week for some more 205 Live action. <laughs>